Ladies and gents, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's yours truly, the greatest podcast of all time. I'm coining it. <laughs> but first, we got to start introducing ourselves. My name is a soul brother named Funkadelic. Funkadelic Jones, that he is. <laughs> Man, it's your boy, Aaron Fuentesetti, and I'm in a plane this week. <laughs> <laughs> This man changes back for every week. <laughs> hey, look, hey, look. He he said last week, if you go back to last week, he said, if you end up in a plane, now you're in the car. If you end up in the plane, I'm leaving the episode. Look where you are. I got the headphones in the back. I'm sitting comfy. I put it like this. First, <laughs> last week was a car. This week is a plane. I'm going to tell you, if next week you end up on a yacht, I'm walking off set. <laughs> hey, 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 look, I'm man. Off set. Hey, look, man, these stimulus checks, man, got me living a high life. Man, I done bought myself a Porsche Ferrari. I'm sitting in first oh, no, class. Oh, 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 oh. I like how you lying to the people, because $1,200 ain't got you no jet. <laughs> I'm keeping it. What type, of twi- what type of stimulus check did you get? Because that ain't getting you no yacht or no jet or no expensive car. Might man, give a down payment. But man, I got that. I got that IRS, your best friend type of stimulus checks where they give you an extra zero on the end. Man, stop lying. Man, <laughs> <laughs> I got extra zero. He bird man. Like, I got extra zeros. I got extra O's. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, get out of here. Zeros. But now, as you can see right now, well, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple, you can't see. But if you're on YouTube, you can see. We got the Do-Rags. Shout out to the Do-Rag crew. Do-Rag City. Hey, man, I just want to give a special shout out because you already know your boy Dom is on a mission. Lace with the Grace Beauty Supply Store uh-huh. over there in Temple Hills. Black owned. Went in there because you know I had to get some oil shame because you know grease ain't working, it's too hot for grease. So I got my head dried in a sponge. I said, Man, I need to get, I need to get <laughs> some oil shame or something. But now, nah, y'all, y'all make sure y'all check her out though. You feel me, man? I, I ordered a lot of I ordered from a lot of black owned businesses too. So, man, I'm gonna make sure I rock y'all gear when the stuff get here. I ain't got it with me right now though. Yeah, super got shout that. out, super <laughs> shout out. Uh, I want to say. Uh, I want to start off our five-minute rant. I want to say a quick RIP to Baby Huey, man. For people who don't know who that is, man, Mr. Pop Locker Drop It. Took that thing up, mom, and make it roll. What's your pop lock? Hey, like, that was a classic, bro. Man, it, it, it just it hits you a different way when you live through it. That was our childhood, man. Yo, that was a classic, like. When you talk about like twerking anthems at the time, that was a twerking anthem in like middle school and all that good stuff. So yeah, rest in peace to my man. It's, it's crazy how that happened, but St. Louis lost a real one. We still got your pop lock and drop it, man. Like man. you gave us a, a one hit wonder classic. We 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 got that for you, bro. Especially the T Pain remix. Oh my gosh, bro, that was <laughs> that was my jam, man. <laughs> yeah, you want to see it. Yeah, you want to be. Uh. Oh man, son, that bro, that that era, the early mid two thousands, music was on a whole another level, man. Hey, they criticize, they criticize like mumble rap a lot, but y'all should have been around during the two thousand when nah. the crunk era, the little Johns, and like the the, the, the South was hot, man. man. And like they like. The little scrappy and all that, man. Like that down sound <laughs> crook. Like that was it. that was it, bro. Hey, man, you that couldn't tell it. me. You couldn't tell me I wasn't from Houston. I live nowhere near Houston, and I wanted to be from Houston. I want to be we from the south. Wait, that don't just tipping on popo, wrapped in popo, sitting sideways. Tell you, bro. Like yo, that was oh, a time of music, man. Kids. Y'all missed out on a lot. <laughs> y'all did, man. I, I'm sorry, bro. Like, y'all missed out. It was super fun. <laughs> and that when you with it rough when it came out. Oh, oh man. I'm fable. Oh, she won't that. Oh, <laughs> man, man. 
We had all the jams, bro. Hey, y'all like can't forget my man. Hey, we can't forget my man, Bow with the back hold you. Man, the tag team of Bow Wow. Before Drake and Future, before Drake and Future, we had Bow Wow and Omarion, the tag I'm team. Tag team oh, champs in the music game. <laughs> you can never go wrong if you let me hold you. <laughs> what the heck was this? Sad. Sad, Yo, hey. Go ahead, bro. Like, I don't know what that was, but that joke was Sad. hilarious. Hey, man. People was doing it in school. I was like, I don't know what you think you're doing. <laughs> hey, girl, come here and give me a hug. <laughs> Nah, man. We we goofing off, but we're going to get right into this. Uh, so first thing first, we're going to talk about Black people flexing. And I saw this video. I told before, not the ones with the muscles. Not the one, not Big Papa Pump. Not that flexing. Oh, dang. Dang. I, I, I know it's summertime. You hitting the beaches. Well, I don't know if you're hitting the beaches or not. But it's summertime, and you want to get your body right. You want to get your flex. So I understand that. But... What we talk about is flexible money, but flexible with material things. I saw this video of this guy. He bought a sports car. I forgot what it was. I think it was a Porsche. I think it was a Maserati, something like that. And he bought it from this white-owned dealership. And the guy didn't want to sell on the video. So he ended up buying it from another dealership who let him have the vehicle. So why... Did this guy decide to drive all the way back to the person who didn't want to sell him the vehicle just to tell him to his face, hey, I got the vehicle. Look at me now. I'm a boss, nigga. I'm out here. I'm making moves. He didn't call himself a boss man, right? A young, educated man. He's a young, educated nigga. So a lot of people were looking at him like, okay, you lost me right there because in this climate that we're in, we're supposed to be creating change and making things happen and you kind of set yourself back with that comment and a lot of people were kind of looking at that from a bigger perspective of why do black people feel the need to seek approval when it comes to like flexing and things like that now when we talking about flexing in front of like white folks because you got some white folks that they they don't think that black people can get on their level. That's why like blacks will flex in front of white folks. Like yeah, like hey, y'all got yachts and stuff like that. We got yachts out here. Y'all got this amount of money. We got this amount of money. Y'all can do these type of things. We can do these type of things. So that's what I say. Well, white people is a lot different because like some white people just uh, again they don't think that we will ever reach their level or we are not on their level. So that's why I get the whole flexing for white people. Now, I don't understand why we flex for our own people. Now, that's the part that's crazy. Now, I get it. I'm a little bit guilty of black flexing. I'm a little bit guilty of it. Because me personally, I know my car ain't like, it ain't it ain't no charger and that ain't nothing special. But I drive through the neighborhood with my music bumping. You yeah. know, that's just me. That's just me person. That's just how I drive. And where does most of that happen? In the neighborhood. So, you know, a lot of people like to flex off their, their, their how, how loud their radio is. Or oh, they got the girl in the front seat bumping, trying to be like, hey, man, look at that, bro. You try to ride past the bus stop, try to flex and try to be like, but you at the bus stop, though. I'm out here whipping, though. Yeah, it was good. I'm, a, I'm guilty of that a little bit, but... But go back, going back to what you said, for my man to call himself a young, educated nigga, bruh, you already lost points for that. Yeah. Straight up. You lost mad points for that. Because if you had just said, you know what I'm saying, I'm a young, educated black man, or I'm a successful brother out here, then that's different. But come on now. Come on, bruh. I'm going to get your perspective on it, though. I want to bring that up, too, because it was a situation with Tory Lanez. He got turned down from some some high-end store and they mm. want to give him the stuff and then he uh came back he left and then he came back and then he dropped fifty thousand dollars in there and then he was like look at me i'm spending money da, 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 da. and it's kind of the same tone of 
okay, but you're putting money in their pocket. Pretty much. So that defeats the purpose of showbone. It's kind of like, aha, I told you I could buy this. Now let me help your commission. They're not hurting. You you're paying the bills. So they're just looking at you like this Thanks. guy. Okay. Thank you, I guess. My perspective on this is there is two types of flexing and coming from, you know, the online marketing world, I've seen both sides. There are two types of flexing. There are people who flex just to, you know, be the best there is out there. And there are people who flex because quote unquote, they want to be motivational and they want to be out here and say, Hey guys, I got all this. Look at what I got. And if I, if I can have it, so can you. You have the other people like, oh, you can't get like me. You'll never be like me, da, 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 da. And it's just one of those things to where it, it's up to the person. You know, I personally don't get it because I'm not that type of person mm-hmm. where I'm not the type of person to flex. Like, you know, Sir Fuggins knows me. I'm a background guy. You know, you hardly see me anywhere else. So... As far as flexing is something I can't really relate to, but I can somewhat understand why people flex from a motivational standpoint. But as far as, you know, what you said, you know, just being out there, maybe you want to, you know, feel good about it. That too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you get, when you get that brand new car or when you just get something brand new, of course you want to flex a little bit. Like mm-hmm. if you buy your first crib, of course, you're going to take a picture like homeowner and stuff like that. You just feel good that you just you just did something. You just achieved something. Mm-hmm. So I get all that. But sometimes it could be, you know, it's something like myself as well, where it's like, I don't even try to flex on certain things. Like like I said, the driving thing, that's just me. You know what I mean? I, I'm just like most people that live in the neighborhood, you just drive with the music up. But you can, t- you can look at something as small as like your shoe. Or just how you dress sometimes. Some people just think like you flexing because like, oh, you always got different pair of shoes or you must got money like that. I mean, I treat myself. You know, I keep my shoes clean. I'm not trying to impress nobody. I just, I got, I got just different shoes. That's all. But now nah, yeah. some people look at it as just like, they're like, man, I always come here with a different pair of shoes. You know, every time I see me, got Jordans on his feet. So, so Without you even flexing, some people will still look at you as like you're trying to flex. You like, I ain't even there trying to flex. I just, I mean, I like to look good. That's just, that's just what most people do. Mm-hmm. But they still try to be like, that's when like some of the problems would be like, man, get out of here, bro. Or you got the, or, or you bought yourself a new iPhone, right? You could buy yourself a new iPhone. You ain't flexing it. You just bought yourself a new phone. Then people are like, bro, that's a new iPhone right there. Go ahead, bro. People, man, because they don't got it. You got it, but they don't got it. It's called hard work. You know what I'm saying? But yet you do got some cats that will just be on the joint like, yeah, got my new iPhone. And people, while we on the subject flexing, I'm glad, you know, I'm glad we on the subject here. I'm going to need a job. Now, I know my Eric can agree with me on this one. I'm going to need a job to stop doing the phone money thing I'm going to need y'all to stop flexing like that. <laughs> I'm going to need that little phone money. The money's calling. I'm going to need y'all to stop with that, that, that corny-ass flexing, though. I'm going to need you to stop. Because at the end of the day, then you wonder why you got so many problems. Mm-hmm. All right? Because people are watching. People, like You got to understand, when you flex, people are watching. Oh, yeah, you got, you got that much money? Oh, all right. You putting a target on your back. I'm just saying. Yeah, and I want to follow up on the uh, whole feel-good thing. I think there's a difference between flexing and just showing, you know, something you have and just sharing it with the world. Because, like you said, when it comes to a car, when it comes to a house, when it comes to a new job or something like that, those people aren't really, quote-unquote, flexing. They're just sharing sharing some good news that they have. Like, okay, I work really hard at this. I have to share it with somebody. And those people, whether it be family, friends, people on social media who are strangers, they just have to share it. And it's nothing wrong with that. The problem when it comes to uh, flexing is when we were talking about the negative context, that negative context of flexing 
where again you said you just talk too much where people say hey guys i got four million dollars in a bank i live at so-and-so address with this big crib come pull up da 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 and then when people pull up <laughs> you know, it, it it's like you brought it on yourself. Where people flex so much, they rat on themselves, and then they they flex to the point where it turns dangerous. You know, in a situation where like you had pop smoke, you know, rest in peace. But you know, when you showing people your address, you know, pe somebody is going to come through. It happens all the time. People are going to come through. Someone on the internet. It's not that far off to where they can't come through. And see, that's why I said, even when a man said, like, even if, like, even if, when, when it comes to, like, showing off stuff on, like, whether it's a new car, new new car, new house, things, it don't come, like, it, you're not doing it to flex, but somewhere, you know, being on social media, somebody's going to take it as you're trying to flex. Whether yeah. it's, like, your old rival from, like, from high school, like, they never progressed in life. But they see you at the top now. They now they see it as like, oh, he online flexing because he got he got a new house. His yeah, wife that's an insecurity got, thing too. Yeah, you know what I mean. So some people will look at it as as flexing as well. And this is why I say too, even guys, even rappers with the chains. You know what I mean? Like y'all be all into muscle. Yeah, just spent like twenty. Y'all be y'all be bragging about like, I just spent forty thousand on a chain. Then when you at a show, your chain gets snatched. Now the person trying to outbid you to Muslim, if you want, you paid forty, I want sixty for. And now it's just like they flexing on the ground, like yeah, I got your chain, bro. So this is why, like, like I said, the neg the negativity behind flexing. Sometimes you gotta be careful on how you how you over here flexing though, because you never know who's watching. All right, you never know. Like just because you think you move, you you think you that untouchable. No one out here is untouchable. Right. Somebody's watching how you move. And I also want to bring up the fact that if you out here are flexing, you better make sure you can keep it. Because there are a lot of people I've seen personally who flexed and were the man at that time, but they couldn't keep it up. They couldn't keep the momentum. They couldn't keep you know what they had and then they end up losing a portion or all of it. And people remember that. People was like, yeah, this guy used to be on top. This guy used to be, look at him now. Or like this girl used to be on top, look at him now. People remember it. There's always somebody's watching. There's always somebody watching. So as far as flexing goes, if you do it, you do it. It's not my business, do your thing. But be responsible for the outcome. That's all I have to say about that. Remember, all my all my people that was in high school understand you flex in high school. That's one thing. The real world don't give a damn about your flexing. And again, that's how some people. So you can be the most popular person in high school. You used to flex all day. Then when you graduate, you hit rock bottom, and that that person that was a nobody skyrocketed to the top. Now you you just like what what happened? You like my man said, you got to be able to keep it. What happened to all that flexing you used to do back in the day? You like I'm out here, you know I'm out here. I I, I got like two jobs, government jobs. You like I just got my PhD. What you doing, man? You know I'm still working at I'm still working at Safeway. Damn, that's crazy. That was crazy. You 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 claim you was this big ball player in high school, flexing yeah. all the time. What happened? What, what happened to them offers, man? You know, you know things ain't go the way expected. That's crazy, bro. Life coming out too fast. It happens, man. That's why. <laughs> All right. So basically what we're going to do now is get into our next topic that each and every one of you listening or watching know about. And we're talking about astrology, <laughs> the stars, the signs, the symbols, the wonders of the earth, the moon, the stars. <laughs> do you believe in this stuff? Do you believe in it? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I gotta get your opinion on this because you know it's like listening to how people talk about it from elementary school middle school high school it was like okay you know makes sense oh it's kind of cool but then as you get older you're like man this is a crock of 
you know, this this doesn't make any sense. It's nothing illogical to this. And for me, you know, just starting off, I remember messing with somebody and I was saying something and they asked me, they said, oh, what are you? And I said, oh, I'm a Capricorn. They were like, that's such a Capricorn thing to do. And I was like, <laughs> jokes on you, psych, I'm a Libra. It just shows you how it makes no sense. People just say anything. Oh, that's just a so-and-so thing to do. It, you didn't even know what I was until I told you. Hold up. Wait a minute. <laughs> Yana, let Fongadelli approach the mic. Help <laughs> me understand something right now. Now that we brought to light, first and foremost, when people blow, people be blowing me with their horoscopes. This oh, horoscope man. stuff throws me off completely. Like, first of all, I'm an Aries. I mm -hmm. I don't get how many people opinions about it. Uh, you an Aries or that Aries people cool as ever. I'm just me at the end of the day. Right. My horoscope don't define who I am as a person. Now, it is nothing worse. It's nothing that frustrates me more than when somebody just be like, "Yeah, like well, I can't date an Aries." What? <laughs> I can't date Aries. <laughs> it's like what? What? <laughs> or, or, or it's all just be like. Nah, Aries, they, they be getting in their feelings too much. Or I hear crazy stuff like, you an Aries? You don't act like an Aries. What the hell is an Aries supposed to act like? <laughs> <laughs> oh, your water sign is a Pisces. And I was just being that John like, hey, my man. Excuse me, girl. Let me hold, hold on for a second. You trying to throw all these different astrology signs on me now. Understand, yeah. I am an Aries. I am me at the end of the day. Right. I didn't think Aries had to act a certain way, <laughs> right? I I just didn't think that. So people take this, then they be like, "Oh well, you know, Aries, they're they're compatible with Pisces, or they're compatible with uh, Scorpios." And I, no, nobody cares about all that. <laughs> Women <laughs> like, do. Nobody cares about all that stuff. Girl, if I like you, I don't give a damn. Are you a Capricorn? I don't give a damn if you a Gemini. You might rip my head off if you're a cancer, but that don't make no difference. <laughs> Talk to him, brother. <laughs> and what gets me, right? What's gets, what gets me is they sit here, they're like, oh, I'm a Virgo with a cusp of Leah, with Libra. And I'm just like, what is a cusp? A cusp. A cusp. But sometimes, cusp. sometimes my moon rises in the West and it depends on if my moon rises in the east and the year, what the year is a leap year. And if we take it to the next stratosphere, that's depending on how I feel today. And I'm just like, Slow I don't down, know what Elroy. you said, but okay. Okay. Slow down, Elroy Jetson. I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay, I'm following you. I'm following you. It doesn't make any sense, but okay, whatever you say. I'm going to tell you this. If you out here on that Zodiac talk, it's a no for me, dog. I'm gonna just keep it straight. It's a no for me, dog. At the end of the day, like my man said, people are people. For me, I'm a Libra, right? And people say, oh, all Libras get together. I know people who are, you know, signs that are supposedly my enemy or whatever, that I get along with just fine. And there are people who are Libras who I can't stand, right? So at the end of the day, you are who you are. It doesn't make any sense to, you know, try to find people, try to control other people's life, try to judge people upon the sign. It, it's nonsense at the end of the day. People are compatible with who they're compatible with. All they do online is use general statements and you're just like, oh, wow, that really speaks to me. Hmm, I like that. I'm going to say that on my phone. You know what? I'm going to say that on my background. It like I see a lot of people, you know, some people, you know, put signs in the bio and that's all cool and fine, but some people really take it seriously. See, the, and the perfect example with these signs, you look at myself and you look at my sister. We are both Aries, both of us. My sister act one way, my sister thugged out, don't, don't, don't. Get it twisted. My sister only 5'2", but built like a Mack truck. 
She out this joint. She she cuss you out like it's nothing. You got me on the other hand. I'm about as low key as possible. I'm just chill as ever. Like I'm just like, look, if it ain't got nothing to do with me, it's none of my business. Which y'all gonna? So what's the what's the common denominator here? Just oh, oh, she act like Aries. You don't. Oh, no, she acts like that because that's who she is. I act this way because that's who I am. So for y'all to get all deep up into the stars, man, it's ridiculous out here. Just yeah. like my man said, like, oh, Aries don't get along with these people. I get along with anybody that get along with me. Facts. I'm, I'm not going to walk away from somebody like, oh, you a Sagittarius. <laughs> like, oh, oh you, you a Scorpio. A ah. Oh, you a Scorpio. Oh, let me go that way. <laughs> like, <laughs> No, we're not doing all that, bro. Because it's not that serious at the end of the day. So, right. I, like I said, like like he said though, if if you guys take that astrology stuff serious, by all means, knock yourself out. But at the end of the day, for me, just don't come at me with that bull because at the end they be like, oh, funk, you know, they say that if you were born on this day at this particular time, your sign is more in between. Listen, dog. <laughs> I can care less. <laughs> I can care less, fam. It ain't that deep. <laughs> if your moon, if you were born on a silver moon and it was crescent, then that means you're a very sensitive person. What are you talking about? What are you exactly. talking? Exactly. What? Exactly, bro. What? Now, if you were, if you were born before twelve p.m. And, <laughs> and it was hot, it was a hot summer. Like, like, it's like. What? And it was still daylight outside. Must mean you're gonna have a real bad temper. Like, like all right, Galileo, I see right you. Now. You don't get out my face with this bullshit you're <laughs> speaking right now. Like, I'm like, oh, God, man. damn. Man, we got people out here on a notion dominance. I'm like, look, you know, you telling the future, you telling who people are. Yeah, you can't even, you know, tell what you're going to do in the future. It's just like you telling other people futures. You can't even tell your own future. Because some of the situations y'all find yourselves in, y'all be messed up. And I'm pretty sure you could tell the future. You could tell other people how they are. You would have best avoided that. So at the end of the day, it's BS. Debunked. <laughs> Mythbusters out here. <laughs> but nah. Uh, okay, so what we're going to do right now, we're going to slide over into our next topic. And we want to talk about what all these businesses, what all these people are doing. There's so many businesses that are changing their name in the name of racial equality. And we're looking at the Aunt Jemima's, who else? Uncle Ben's, uh, even uh, Lady Annabelle changed her name to Lady A. The Dixie Chicks changed their name to the Chicks. Uh, David Lee Roth, I don't know if he was joking. For people who don't know David Lee Roth is, he's Van Halen. And for people who don't know who that is, don't worry about it. You probably uncultured. But if you don't know about this situation, all we as Black people are just saying, hey, stop killing us. And they're like, oh, okay, so next what's going to happen, we're going to stop using the terms dark chocolate and white chocolate. That's not what we want. We just want people to stop dying. Okay, I, as a boy, actor a white voice actor i am not going to do black voices we're not going to do black voices anymore and it's like that's not what we asked for again we just said you know we just want you guys to stop killing us and then it turns into a thing okay we're eliminating color black and white for now on only gray will exist and it's just like okay Obviously, you guys went somewhere left with what you talk about. So I need to get your opinion on this crazy situation that we didn't ask for. <laughs> we didn't ask for this. See, understand this, people. And I, I, after just listening to what my man was just saying, I don't care if it's Lady Annabelle. I don't care if it's the Dixie Chicks. I don't give a damn. <laughs> we I don't, don't care. Damn, I don't give a damn about milk chocolate, white chocolate. It don't matter. I don't get frosted flakes. Frosted. You trying to turn frosted flakes into just flakes? It don't make no difference. At the end of the day, this is y'all missed the whole message. The joke went over the top of your head, though. Right. All right. All right. Starbucks. We're gonna stop 
stop using ads that deal with racial stuff. It's like, Starbucks, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> Dixie Chicks, y'all go from the Dixie Chicks to the Chicks. What's the difference? What does Dixie and Chicks got to do with anything? <laughs> right. Uh, apparently, what they said was it's because the Southern, you know, context of it, like Lady Antebellum, uh, the Dixie Chicks, the Southern connotation of it. And it's like, okay, I hope you're doing it for yourself because we don't care. You could call yourself whatever you want, but hey, you know, free country, do your thing, you know? <laughs> half, of us, half, of, half of black culture don't even listen to the Dixie Chicks. Half of black culture <laughs> don't even listen to the Dixie Chicks. I'm not knocking the Dixie Chicks and their music. I'm not knocking country. I'm not knocking none of right. that. Everybody got their own flow, got their own whatever flows their boat. But at right. the end of the day, that has nothing to do with us. Milk chocolate and white chocolate, that has nothing to do with us. Okay? You got a white, you got, if you got a white girl to act black nine times out of ten, they would say, oh, she's probably white chocolate. Mariah Carey is white chocolate. Her father, she, she's, she's mixed. <laughs> she's mixed. So I'm not understanding this whole logic of, all right, we're going to do this to fit what, what black people need. What y'all need to do for black people is stop killing us. That's all we asking for. That's all. That's all. Why y'all making it such a big issue? Like, no, 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 no. Instead of calling it Target, we're going to just call it dot in the middle type of nonsense. You're like, what? We're going to call it get because tar is black. And we don't want black people to be offended. And it's like, I don't think any one of us ever thought that deep, but okay. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if any one of us went that far. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, no. You don't want to eat the black Angus roast beef. You just want the beef. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, what? Black horse ham? No more. If you just don't give me that black Angus beef that I asked for, bro. Like, I'm trying to get my sandwich here. You trying to make it? No, 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 no. Somebody of your stature cannot eat something with black in it. It's like <laughs> Black like, Friday canceled. No more. Black Friday. No, we're gonna call it good. We're gonna call it excellent Friday sales, bro. The deals what? are off the chain. Wait, wait, not chain, not chain, not chain, <laughs> not chain. Oh, not no. chain. Oh, no. oh no! Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Don't oh, tell our oh, PR. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, like what? Like they try to avoid everything. It's just like, yo, we need to, we need to change people's tires because they're black. Right. <laughs> Listen, you guys are gonna drive around with green tires now, my man. <laughs> you don't give me some standard tires, bro. <laughs> It's like it's like what Mike Henry, who voiced uh, Cleveland on Family Guy and the Cleveland Show, he said yeah. he was gonna stop doing it. And I looked at the tweet, and I'm just like, oh, okay, you didn't have to. Black people aren't offended. We love Family Guy. We love the Cleveland show. But I'm going to let you know right now, had this been some years earlier, Mike Henry, I would have been signing up, you know, because, you know, people, you know, if you went to high school with me, no, I used to know how to do the voice, but my post-puberty voice didn't allow me to carry on that cool talent, so... I'm gonna let somebody else who can do that voice had a role and do that thing, but I just don't. I just don't get. Do you think they're going too far? Because I know they're going too far. They're going. They're going too far. I got the perfect example. Now that we brought that Cleveland, that Cleveland nonsense up, I got the perfect example. This is gonna piss a lot of people off, but you can at me on Instagram at Fongadella Jones. Controversy. Here's what help me understand. Y'all so quick to switch up everything. Let's go ahead and break down everybody's favorite supervillain of all time. Darth Vader. <laughs> Played by a white dude, the voice is a black brother. Which I, but we didn't care. <laughs> it's just a movie. They, we they, gonna be like, oh, no. We're going to be like, they're going to be like, oh, no. But James Earl Jones. <laughs> but we just guy. started talking about that. Like, they was like, they're going to start changing it. I'm just like, no one cares. What are you doing? Bro, the movie came out like 40 years ago. We don't care. <laughs> we got, okay, you got, you got, uh, 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 what's your name? Uh, Rob, uh, Robert Downey and Tropic Thunder playing a brother. 
No one can. You know they're going too far when they start canceling things from over 10 years ago. Like Roddy Roddy Piper in uh, WWE, he had this uh, one storyline where he was doing the uh, Braveheart and he painted half his body black. And people was like, oh, that's not good. How are you going to cancel a dead guy? You can't. He's You can't de- cancel him if he dead. The little head tap. Can't cancel him if he dead. So what you going to do? You going to hide the video? No, show it. If it's in the past, it's in the past. It's all about moving forward. We, it, if it happened in the past, keep it because it's a learning lesson. It's what we're here to learn from. We're here to look at this and say, okay, we recognize this right here is bad and we're here to move forward for it. You don't have to erase history. In fact, I'd rather you keep it so we can see what we're learning from. All this erasing and changing names and stuff like that. It's going to be a topic for these younger kids coming up in the next generation because they 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 going to know a lot of the stuff they got right now didn't exist once upon a time. They're like, oh, you know, that used to be called something else. Listen, at the end of the day, y'all been using Aunt Jemima to sell that to sell that cert for God knows how long. Why right. y'all changing it just now? Y'all could have changed it back when it actually came up. Y'all trying to change it now. Bruh, it's just SERP at the end of the day. Yeah, it's wrong that y'all put a black person face on there, but again, I wasn't around when the joke when it existed. It came out in what, the 40s? The right. 50s or something like that? I wasn't around back then. That's that was the real time for you to change it when black people was going through that super struggle. The, the of best time to, to change it was right away. <laughs> But you 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 didn't sold about millions like the person that but person behind Aunt Jemima's, they are probably millionaires. They are millionaires. They didn't make millions off that cert. Now you want to be like, oh Lord, due to this racial issue, we're gonna change Aunt Jemima. It's kind of too late, bro. You didn't make millions off this. You're yeah, it's- you're an old white dude sitting sitting in the hills somewhere comfortable. And it's sad because the company that um with the lady on the box. The company made billions that was entitled to the lady that was on the box and the heir of the family. They they got nothing because they couldn't prove, you know, the paperwork. They didn't have the paperwork to say, hey, this is our distant relative. We're related to her so we could get our money. So that whole backstory, you can look it up on the Internet, is bad in itself. And they said something else about cream wheat. I'm going to let you know. It don't matter. You change the name, you don't change the name, I'ma still eat. <laughs> I'm eating at the end of the day. Like I just like until until they come up with some black owned pancakes, some black owned syrup that right. I need that I know about, please let me know. <laughs> like now we're thinking about it, Lord, we're gonna start making we're gonna have to start selling black do rags. Like I take this black jacket off. Mix mixed do rags. Mixed do rags. Like, <laughs> I got black jewelry sitting in front of me. My TV is black. This PlayStation 4 is black. What are they going to be like, oh, Lord, the new PlayStation 5 has black in the middle. We're going to have to change this. Black, oh, oh white, oh, black eyed peas, oh. oh. But, but it's white, too. It's white and black. Oh, God, I don't want us to seem like we're, we, we, it's more white than black. Oh, oh, my God. Like, I'm going to let you know right now, black eyed peas, the group, I'm talking to y'all right now. Don't you dare change your name. Y'all better keep y'all name. Because I got a feeling that tonight's going to be a good night to keep that name. Listen, listen let, me, let me get that boom, boom, pow right there. <laughs> listen, I'm personally not a fan of Black Eyed Peas. I'm not a fan person. But it's only one black person in Black Eyed Peas. From what I've like. Unless there's no, it's like two. It's two. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Will I Am and it's the, uh, the other brother that always used to wear the shades. But then they got like. Which the, one? Apple the app? I don't know none of their names besides yeah. Will I Am and Fergie. That was it. But you had like the little, uh, I, I don't know if he's white or the little Chinese dude. I don't know which, what, what his race was, but I know that. Uh, Apple the, the app dude. is uh, Filipino. Filipino. Okay. Yeah. But again, again, Black Eyed Peas was a diverse group. 
Like, they were so diverse. So just like, what they going to be like, hey, guys, hey, they're Ed and going to walk into them. Guys, the tough time that we're in, I don't think black should be in the front. I think you guys should just be calling yourself the peas. Right. <laughs> the peas. <laughs> it's just like, no. Like, what? Like, it's even like, the, even the food black eyed peas, we're just going to call them peas. No, peas already exist. We're keeping black eyed peas. Like, if somebody's in a fight and they say, I got black eye, what you want to look at them? Oh, oh no. Racial equality, we have to change the name. No, it's a black um, eye. Let's just call it a mark. Oh, my God. Like, a mark. Uh, a mark of uh, violence. Uh, get, give us all back the black shirts that we're making. No more black products in here. Like, like, what? It's, it's like, imagine them going to sleep. And then they see the word black appear in it. And they're like, oh, I had a nightmare. I had a nightmare that we still use the word black in our business. We have to change it. Something must no be done. More, like, no more black cars, right? Somebody <laughs> rolled up with a black child and they're like, hey, hey, <laughs> no. hey, 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 no, no, no. <laughs> just like my man, Will, just like Will Smith, just like, no, 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 no. You take that black car back. <laughs> like, it's, it's like, it's like a white chocolate, vanilla. Everything is vanilla. Even if it doesn't taste like vanilla. We're going to call it vanilla. It's not that deep. Like, it's like a kiddie pool. It's not that deep. You look at like H&M when they uh, came out with the coolest monkey in the jungle jungle. Uh-huh. Black people was upset, but black people still shop at H&M. It's like at the end of the day, we're going to do what we're going to do. That's what I'm saying. So it's not like, yeah, it's going to offend us. Or like, again, like blackface. Yeah. You know, you watch Kim Kardashian change herself into like Diane Carroll and Diana Ross overnight. You look at uh, my girl Bad Baby turned herself into, try to make herself blackface. You try to give herself a tan and all that good stuff. We're going to be mad about it. Just like how, just like how Shawty compared us to, to gorillas and Tarzan. You're going to be mad about it. And then you're going to just be like, all right, she don't know. It's like, all right, it is what it is. This is why you can't make everybody famous. This, this, like, they really show you really just compare us to Tarzan. I think the funny <laughs> thing about all of this when it comes to the big picture, it's like all of a sudden they just learned about inequality. And all of a sudden all these businesses, all these people just learned, you know, that black people exist. It's like, oh, I had an epiphany. You're black. We should care about black people. Yes, that's it. In America, around the world, we should care about black people. And it's all the black people saying, well, we kind of asked for that a while back, but okay, do your thing, you know? Never too late to start, I guess. <laughs> it's just like, okay. You look at like the NASCAR driver. He found a noose. Oh, uh, Bubba. And my man, my man Bubba, they, he found a noose in his in his hanger. The one black brother had a noose <laughs> in his hanger. And then when they investigated, they said, oh, it's not a hate crime. This been here since last year. So y'all happen to just give the only brother the hanger that had a noose in there since last year. And then y'all try to dive in. No, 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 no. It's not a hate crime. Hey, 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 we love all equal drivers around here. It's just that hot. I don't know who put that in here. We need to remove it ASAP. No, y'all brace it. We all know NASCAR is a predominantly white sport. Right. I don't know why NASCAR is a sport. But NASCAR is a hillbilly sport. sport. I'm going to just say it. It's a hillbilly <laughs> sport. I don't know why it's a sport, but it's a sport. Just a bunch but of people uh, driving around in cars. <laughs> so I guess that's, that's a sport. Like, I like I was like, mm, I guess, but you got the one brother and he happened to have a noose sitting in his hanger and his and his trailer with his car supposed to go. And that been there since last year. You wanna you wanna look us in the face and just be like, hey man, I was I don't know who put it there. I've been there since last year. You remember Jimmy when he was driving? You remember when Mike was driving? Yeah, I think he put it. So y'all just carrying around nooses is what you're saying now. Is that what y'all do? Y'all just carry around nooses? Right. I think I'm going to hang this right here. 
like, hey, this right over here. <laughs> this is something my grandpa gave me. Oh, then you man. got the brother rolling to muscle. This must be me, right? It's like, hey, that's a noose. <laughs> Sam and that joke is like, what? <laughs> then you go to the joke like, in uh, my locker. Somebody like, did they? Did somebody? Did y'all leave a noose in my locker? <laughs> no, 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 no. It ain't nothing like that. Oh no, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> like, like, NASCAR freaking out. It's like, no, no. It's like no, Betty. They they do all of this stuff, and then all of a sudden, when now is the perfect time to realize it's wrong. It's been wrong, but now is the time to show people it's wrong. And see. You gotta, y'all gotta help me understand something too, because I, even when I'm at the job, they always, they always talk about like a dabbing granny. I guess she's like a smoking grandmother. I, I guess that in the cannabis community, I'm not too familiar with her, but you know, we still protect the cannabis. I'm not too familiar who that is, but when these white people drop the N word, they make it seem like this word just came out last year. They be getting on, they be getting on, they be getting on, uh, on, on the internet or on IG Live, just be like. I just want to say I'm so sorry. That's an ugly word. I would never, ever use that word. Like, it just slipped out. I wasn't even, I used it in the wrong context. What are you talking about? <laughs> you had the hard ER on it. What you mean? You, what you were talking about? That's a specific type of N-word. The <laughs> ER. Like, you talk about some, I, 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 I didn't mean it. Just like the NASCAR driver dude got caught. When they was virtual driving, he gonna say it, and then he gonna be like, you know, I'm so sorry, you know, if I offended, I didn't never. That's not me. That's not my character, my match. What are you talking about? <laughs> so no, it's like, no one's ever honestly apologized. Thank you. They just got caught. Thank you, bro. That's why I was like, so white people, like white people, when y'all do these things to black people, then y'all try to spin around like. We had no, we had no idea. Like we need to change this because this is going to target. This is going to affect our black demographic. Right? It is too late. <laughs> like at, at at this point, we don't care. Like at the end of the day, uh, as unfortunate as this sounds, you know they can say whatever they want to black people, and black people still going to buy. So. That's that's just how it is. Just saying, bro. Like all these businesses, all these racist owners, everything, bro. And again, you got those black people that still, like he said, they still gonna buy it. Tommy Hilfiger said something about black people. Okay, Wendy's clearly showed that they back up Trump. I mean, you still got brothers in that joint. Hey, my man, you think I get a four for four? <laughs> <laughs> like, they still eat Wendy's at the end of the day. True. So it's kind of like, all right, why are y'all trying to change y'all policies? Bro, I don't know if you've seen it. I don't know how real it was, but it said, it said, I saw someone say Chick fil A was opening on Sundays, and underneath in parentheses, that Jones said blacks only. I said, what kind of racist nonsense is this? Most likely it's fact, and I want to get onto that for a little while. It's amazing how people believe anything on the internet. Somebody, it, somebody in their in their bedroom could just make up some something online, can copy and paste, inspect elements, something, and everybody just goes crazy on the internet. It's like no one facts checks. No one does a fact check. No one says, "Hmm, I don't think this is right." People are so emotion driven now with all this going on, with the climate going on. They just take everything as truth. First of all, I want to say shout out to my man's right quick, cause he inspired this, and I seen, I seen like this, this right here, it it rubbed me the wrong way. Even his facts behind it was his 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 opinion, his facts, whatever. Now, I know my man's, you know, he got a certain lifestyle, certain culture he got to deal with, and I'm gonna address it now. But he said slavery, he said, he said, soul food is slavery food. I said, let me pause you right there. Soul food, and mind you, this, 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 is, this is the brother that's not black. 
saying soul food is, is slavery food. I don't care what you think. I said, hold on for a second, brother. Hold on for a second. Soul food is black culture. Slavery is black history. So you're targeting black people. Hmm. Now, his reasoning behind it, and I need to get your take on it, was, you know, we eat dead animals. Like potatoes and potatoes and starch and all that. That was something that the white person gave us for for our for like for our like physical abilities and all that good stuff. So I'm sitting there asking myself, I'm like, do you think soul food is slavery food? It just shows you how uncultured people are because there are other cultures in the world that literally eat bull testicles as a delicacy. So eating animal parts is something that is involved in all cultures. There are people who eat insects. There are people who eat worms because they believe it gives you uh, nutritional benefits. So soul food isn't slave food, even though people, you know, might enjoy chitlins and pig feet and pork parts. You don't have to eat it. You know, you can eat soul food without eating, you know, animal parts that you don't want to eat. You can even have vegan soul food. There's so many ways to eat soul food that it's not about what you're eating. It's about the culture of the food and where the food originates from. So we don't think soul food as if these throwaway parts of the animal, we think, we think about soul food as a food that makes us feel good, food that feels like eating with your family on a Sunday or getting together in that emotion of bondage that it brings you, you know, food that feels like home. That's basically soul food. Food that feels like your grandmother whipping it up in the kitchen and the kids playing around in the yard and all the families around, that's what soul food is all about. So it's not about what you're eating, it's about, you know, the type of food that gives you that feeling. Now, I'm, I'm gonna say this, this, people might look at me crazy for saying this, but if soul food is slavery food, hell, I enjoy my slavery food every day. With that being said, because again, I all like chillings, I eat chillings, macaroni and cheese, greens, chip, fried chicken. I eat all that stuff all day, every day. Well, besides chillings, that's that's too much to handle all year round. Don't quote me, America. I'm just the man on the radio. But if 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 soul food has that much of an issue, don't you think they would have changed it back in the day? Don't don't y'all think it would they would have changed it back in the day? But all right, we're not gonna carry on the tradition that they gave us on the plantation of eating all this stuff. Then, then, then again, black culture, would we would be different till this day. They like, you act like, this is stuff that was passed on to, uh, again, soul food is something that's continued passed on from generation to generation. Right. If, if you, if, if they would have stopped it back then, way back in the 1800s and the 1900s, the 20th century, the 19th century, if they would have stopped it back then, soul food wouldn't even exist till this day. I will also say that uh, if soul food was slavery food, then people of other cultures wouldn't eat it. You know, you have white people in the South who eat soul food, who have restaurants that cater around soul food. So it's not, you know, slavery food per se. It's about, you know, the food of the area. So as far as tradition goes, you know, there are people who continue tradition because like, oh, well, this is what my family did and I don't want to change it. And you have people who follow traditions like, okay, I'm going to alter this, right? Because when it comes to soul food, some of the food, you know, isn't healthy. So they might say, okay, I want to get my fix, but still be healthy too. Where we're not going to use mm-hmm. as much butter, as much butter. We're going to use, we're not going to use as much salt. Because for me, you know, the macaroni and cheese, the string beans, the greens, the, uh, the, the sweet potatoes, you know, everything, the fried chicken, there are so many different ways to alter it that you can not, you know, uh, have health issues when it comes to having your soul food fix. So you can have the best of both worlds. You can carry on tradition and still live life in a good way. So now we, since we are on the, the subject of 
changing names. If you would have had to change, like, what if if they would have just said, okay, soul food? It, it, that seemed like it's is 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 targeting a certain demographic. Mm-hmm. Would they change? But would they even change the name? Like, we're not gonna call it soul food. What exactly would they call it then? I don't think they would even change it. You know, soul food has no uh, racial connotation as far as you know. The word is soul. What's racial about that? You know, well, you it might what? it may have the history of where it comes from as far as, you know, the food that was fed to them by the slave masters, but the connotation and the meaning of soul when it comes to the food is, you know, separate from, you know, them feeding us animal parts or feeding but black people animal parts. You already know when you look at the word soul food. Even though, like you said, white because white people, you got white people from the south, they do eat cornbread and all that good stuff too. Mm-hmm. But when you break down the word soul food as a whole, everybody know like soul. A lot of people look at that as like black people. Like yeah. you said, soul food that's black. That's like a black culture kind of thing. And we all know slavery. That was just black history. That's what I was just like. Some people just look at it like, well, if y'all don't want to like target, if y'all don't want to target a certain demographic then what what would you change it to is that not to say any other uh race doesn't have soul quote quote because when you look at other races you will see that underneath the lining we're not too different when it comes to a sense of community a sense of culture yes our cultures are different but the bonding that we have with each other the family values the uh values of supporting people of our race of our cultures is not too different you know and you look at each and every culture that's out there and you can see that the common denominator is we support our people we have our backs a hundred percent black people we gotta do better at supporting our people we do we do we do guys we gotta do we gotta do better because sometimes we, we leave our people out in the cold though I, I, I would say this, like following my statement, you know, about black, about everybody supporting each other. You know, we, we definitely as black people have to work on that because you look at other cultures and every culture has their issues. I'm not saying other cultures are perfect, but black people, we got to focus on ourselves. We got to do some internal deep, deep searching and get some of our bottom level issues straight because... <laughs> And see, to address my mans, though, like, I get that this was something that you read as far as you you came up with the theory of soul food and slavery food. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to tell, tell my brother like this. Uh, like, you're, like, you're on the outside looking in. So, mm-hmm. of course, you can form your own opinion, like, oh, that's soul food and slavery food. Yeah. But when you're a part of the culture... I mean, when you are part of the culture, being black, and you you growing up, you growing up in in a black household, you going to these black cookouts, you going, you doing Thanksgiving, you doing uh, black people's version of like Sunday dinner. You look at the movie Soul Food by itself. Yeah, watch you the movie. That movie crazy. Yeah, I, I know. I, I like Soul yeah. Food, man. That's that's Go my ahead. jump. But you put all these things together, and you understand just like you might say Soul Food is slavery food. But you taking out the most important factor, like look how important soul food is just to the black culture by itself. So when you try to sit on the outside and form your own opinion, you gotta be careful with that. Yeah. You gotta be careful with that one because I don't care how many how how much thorough research that you do, you know, but at the same time, it's gonna make you look like what? Yeah, man, soul food is slavery food. Uh-uh. Uh-uh, brother. You got to slow that down there, boss, man. Yeah, you, and... You, you, you can't... You trying to... It's, it's like... And I don't mean to cut you off, but... No, go ahead. You got you to understand the history of it, too. Black people have been told what to do their whole life. Their whole life. Black people couldn't sit at the front... We can't sit at the front of the bus. This is a white-only bathroom. Mm-hmm. You know, black people couldn't vote. 
black people, you you learn how to learn how to do hard labor. Now you're trying to say, oh, you like again, even when you try to eat, even when you try to eat back in the day, oh, blacks only through the back door to pick up the food. You, blacks can't sit here. Now you trying to say black people, y'all need to stop eating soul food. So you gotta back up. Now you now you look you you on you on the outside trying to change the culture. We've been told what we've been told what to do our whole lives. Right. We can't have that coming from somebody on the outside, though. We can't have that, though. And another thing I want to say about commonality, I want to pose this question because earlier I said that there's no real difference in the culture and the community each race has. I want to ask you a question. What do you mm. think is the most, uh, what do you think is the most consumed animal across, you know, in the world? What do you think is the most consumed animal? Yeah. Most likely, chicken it's, or probably uh, it's pork, like cow or pork or something like it's it's one. Of the, I'm, I'm gonna say pork. Be honest, it's pork. I'm gonna say pork, cause like everybody again, everybody bacon. Like mm -hmm. you know what pork like pork is. People look at pork just as just oh it's bacon. No, uh, pork it's just a lot. It's a lot of pork, bro. Yeah, it's a lot of pork in this world, man. It's it's pork because. Even for me growing up uh, multicultural, you know, uh, I grew up eating uh, El Salvadorian dishes. I grew up eating Cuban dishes. I grew up eating soul food. So I had a vast array of dishes to eat. And the common denominator of all those dishes were pork. You know, there was pork in each and every one of them. And when you go travel abroad and you go to different, you know, countries, there's a lot of dishes with pork in it. So if you are allergic to pork, you can't eat pork for whatever reason, you really have to watch. But, you know, you have chicken and cow that comes in close second and third, but the most eaten uh, consumed animal in the world is pork. And what that basically means, again, to backtrack on what I said, to reiterate is there's no real difference. So for you to say that it's slave food or so food is slave food is, is ignorant. You haven't traveled. You don't know anything about the world. You don't know anything about other cultures. You just, you know, what a lot of people on the internet do, talk out your ass. That's all you're doing. So, and, and even like with pork, some people, you have said, some people breed pigs. You yeah. know, some people got found they breed pigs. So, of course, pig is a, is a, pigs is, is a natural, it's like pork is just natural. You go to, if you live, if you live, if you live in like New York, but you never, you never been down south. You wouldn't understand like you wouldn't understand pork because again, you up north. Like a lot of up northern places probably don't have that down south pig farmland that, like most places do. Certain places it's just okay. Well, it's more industrial around here. We don't have that cornfields and like barnyards. We don't have that down here. Right. But again, with my family mostly being from the south, a lot of my family is from the south. I've been down there and I've seen the barn sheds. I've seen the cornfields. I've seen, I mean, as a kid, they didn't want me to see them chop the pig head off because they were trying <laughs> to cook that junk. But, the farm hey, life. you know what I'm saying? Like, I personally don't like going down south, especially where <laughs> my people is from because <laughs> the trees is literally about this high and it's all sun out there. But that's just me. <laughs> oh, man. That's just me. But that's why I said, I, I, I'm not even going to call the statement ignorant because, honestly, that was my original thought about it, but before you you target a before you target a culture, because again you know how much soul food means to black culture. Before you target a culture, understand this: you just doing you just reading you just reading. Understand the culture that goes behind it. Mm -hmm. You know, what I mean, going to grandma's house, like my man said. Those Sunday dinners. Um, just you understand, understand soul food, the impact it has on black cult, on black culture. You know, I, I mean, it, it it affects like white culture too, but it's heavy in black cultures. So understand, understand the culture first before you just go around. Yeah, that's slavery food. Okay, and yet. We looking at it from tradition. We ain't looking at it from way back when I, when our ancestors. 
Because if our ancestors wanted, to, wanted us to stop doing it, that tradition would have, it would have stopped about in 1850. That's going would have stopped years ago. It wouldn't even have made it to 2020. If they really want to stop, it would have never made it this way. So that's that's how you know how important it is to the culture, though. Yeah, uh, but as far as you know, whether you change your names or what you eat, at the end of the day, just make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. Black people, as we are, we don't care. We're going to do what we do anyway. But if you really are trying to stand for racial equality and racial justice, do it. Go the distance, go the whole mile. Just don't do it because it's the newest trend out here. Do it because you really want to see change. Facts. That's all <laughs> I, I ain't got nothing to add to that. No, nah, but everything on the on the nail. <laughs> <laughs> nah, anything else you want to say before we get up out of here? Nah, I ain't got nothing. Oh, I'm going to just go in and enjoy my slavery food, though. Hey, man. <laughs> Look, much. man. It's actually funny because I had sweet potatoes earlier. So, <laughs> you go. Hey, look, I there you go. Eating slavery food like it ain't nothing. And slavery food keeping me built, keeping me strong. Hell like an ox. Hey, bring on the cow. Bring <laughs> on the baby. <laughs> <But> nah. <laughs> hey, man, it's your boy Aaron Fornicetti. Man, it's your boy Fongadella Jones. And we are out of here. Peace. Go blackness. Peace. <laughs> Go blackness. Peace. The blackness. <laughs>